Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, another episode of the Believe in Padres Prospects Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, San Diego's number one sports podcast network. This is episode 73. We were off last week. I apologize. I think we needed the break and there wasn't too much going on anyway, other than just, um, you know, no real big spring training storylines. We wanted to accumulate some storylines and we're going to talk about that. Talk about those this week. Wade is out doing Wade stuff. So we're bringing in Tommy Morris. He is uh, formerly of Fox Sports, San Diego, and the 1090, the original Mighty 1090, if you guys remember that. So bringing him on, he's been on with us before. If you've, you've listened to our show for a while, you know Tommy. Um, you most likely know, just know him from 1090. Talking pottery spring training, talking about rule changes to the minor leagues this year, guys he's excited about, and uh, some other stuff, play a couple games with him. So Tommy's a great guy. I really enjoyed talking with him and we'll get to him in a minute. But first our sponsor bet online, they are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing. College basketball is heating up. The tournament is starting. And so is the $100,000 bracket madness contest as bet online is the spot for all of your bracketology needs BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. A couple of news and notes. Uh, we're starting to see guys get sent to the... I guess it's the alternate training site. Are they still calling it that? The minor league camp uh, that they're holding uh, until the minor league season actually starts, which is going to be a month late, as we know. Jordan Humphreys, Reggie Lawson were sent down, along with uh, a handful of others that are not as big names that were at major league camp. Robert Hassel III, I think the I got to see his last at bat yesterday. Um, we're recording this on the 17th. So he wasn't having a great spring. I don't think anybody cares. It's just nice that he's been around and he was at the alternate site last year. So he's been sent down. What's notable is CJ Abrams and Tucapita Marcano, both of our boys on the show are staying with the major league camp. And that could just be because they're having great camps, especially Tucapita, but they're sticking around. Um, I don't, there's definitely not a place for them on the major league roster going into the season. We, I want both of these guys to play every single day. And I know a lot of you want CJ Abrams, especially to make this roster. Let's just be, be chill, you know, relax as Aaron Rodgers used to say, but uh, I love the upside of both of these guys. Obviously Tugapita, I think has a, a place as a, you know, if he, if he had to be a regular someday, I think he could pass second division regular, but is like a super utility player play all over the infield and the outfield bat first guy adds a little speed. Love him. Ivan Castillo. I'm really happy that he's stuck around. He's had a really good spring. Exciting. I don't know what you do with him either though. I think he's 
just unfortunately is a depth guy for now, along with Tukapita. And unless you have to make a move, those guys aren't coming up. Hassong Kim has had a really slow start. We're going to talk to Tommy about Hassong Kim, but I think you just have to fight through. I mean, you knew this was a possibility with Kim. So a lot of, you know, chatter. The only chatter I see on Twitter is from Padres people. So I get bombarded all day with, uh, if I'm on Twitter, it's just Padres news, which is fantastic. But some people are worried about Kim. And if you're worried about Kim, I'd say this is kind of what we thought was going to happen. He's, there's going to be an adjustment period. And if it takes a couple of weeks, if it takes a couple of months, the Padres have depth in the infield. And if he's a slow start, you, it doesn't kill, kill the Padres. So I'd say we expected this. Let's fight through it. See if he can come out on the other side. And if he's really struggling again, you know, a month and a half from now, if he's really, really struggling, he would be more amenable, amenable, amenable to a demotion to the minor leagues where he can get regular at bats, um, against competition, you know, where he doesn't have to face maybe a Jacob deGrom one day and then a Clayton Kershaw the next day. Uh, I think it'd be a little easier adjustment for him. This is going to be a tough adjustment and he's aware of that, but I would say I'd just be patient with Kim and let this kind of play out for a few more weeks or a month and see how it goes. Let's get to Tommy Morris, Fox Sports, San Diego, 1090 guy, and a uh, good friend of the show. All right. Welcome back, Tommy Morris. The last episode we had you on, we did a recap. No, this is, I, this is pre-notes before I actually checked. So the last episode we did was uh, episode 40, what could have been. We did a draft, you, me, and Wade, of Pottery players who had their best seasons after they left San Diego. All right. So much research. I was actually really <laughs> I, I that was I a good time. And then uh, we also, I dug very deep on episode 35, uh, where you and I recapped game one of the 1998 World Series, yeah, pitch that, by that pitch. Was, that was a good episode, I think, right? Yeah, I recommend everyone goes back and listens to that because the, the season isn't starting yet. We still have a couple weeks. Yeah, it's evergreen content right there. That's going to be good forever. You can listen, uh, listen to that any year. It'll work. <laughs> evergreen content is my favorite phrase in the industry. It's just, it's beautiful. So wanted to bring Tommy in because, you know, it's spring training. We're about halfway through. And this is, I don't know, this is where I get kind of spring training fatigue. I'm not sure how you feel, but it's no longer the honeymoon phase. It's not that exciting anymore. Like the games aren't even on TV, first of all. Uh, Patrick Kivlihan is still getting a lot of at-bats and we're still two weeks away from spring training. Uh, I'm ready to move on, but um, ready for some real baseball. Your thoughts. I agree with you, but there, there's been some exciting, exciting stuff. And good seeing some of the, some of the young guys. I, you, it's it's themed through baseball with 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 the constrictions and stuff. A lot of guy, guys who wouldn't have got the, the call to come up to majors have gotten to do it this year. And, and guys, the Abrams have looked awesome. It's, it's been pretty cool to see those guys get some quote unquote major bats and see what they've. Even though they're still a couple years down the pipeline, but I agree with you. I mean, they figure out a way to get these things. Just put them on Twitter or something. Can't be that hard. Anything, anything uh, when the game's on and they're, they're not on and I turn on the radio even, and it's just coach Quintero talking about God knows what, like, what are, what are we doing here? Just even if it's just a camera that's on behind, behind the plate, there's no, there's no thing or anything. It's just like a camera that's on. You can't be that hard. Yeah, we don't care. We'll watch it. Yeah. Charge me a dollar on your streaming. So I'll still watch it. Like there's, there's reasons, there's ways to get around this. And I don't know why the Padres aren't more creative. Um, 
do, do something. I don't know. Do you have any contacts in the front office that we can talk to? Just email blast somebody. I can throw up and throw all. I'm sure we'll maybe for anyone from doing anything. I think it would have opposite effect. <laughs> that makes sense. Really quickly before we get into there's there's a bunch of pottery stuff to talk about, but there's been some significant rule changes to minor league baseball this upcoming season, specifically affecting pitchers and defensive infield shifts. And knowing you a little bit, I imagine that you have some spicy opinions on these rule changes. And I get it that the minor leagues, this is kind of why we, one of the reasons why the minor leagues uh, are an advantage over a, a league or the MLB has this advantage over the NFL where you can implement rule changes slowly, see how they work in the minors, test them out. And then um, it's not a huge deal if they, if they suck, but I wanted to run through a couple of these real quick with you, get your opinion, and then we can move on to more Padres uh, matters. So triple uh, a, they're getting larger bases. They're going from 15 inches to 18 inches. It's still square. They're not doing the softball base where they stretch it out. That's what I've been. I've been asking for that for years where you can yeah. run through the base and not have to worry about clipping the guy's Achilles. Um, the Manny Machado rule, if we want to go back to that. Um, <laughs> that was but, total accident. My, my, my opinion <laughs> that changed dramatically early over this couple of years. Uh, yeah, yeah my, my opinion's changed on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the bases. Do, we, do you care at all that the bases are slightly bigger? I like it. I mean, even if you think about like, turn, turning two on base, you see kind of the, the phantom dome sometimes where the guy actually misses the bag. I'm with you, though. I don't see any downside in having the ball first base. And for those of you who don't know what that means, in some softball leagues, they have, they have like first bases, one's in foul territory, one's in fair, and the, the runner's supposed to run towards the one lines in foul territory so you don't run over the first baseman. Yeah, I see you with that. I, I like the bigger bases. I'm all for it. And I know, like, stat head would be like, oh, this, this percentage of math will now be safer stealing the base. I don't think, that, I think that's going to really – give me a break, a break of that. Safer, I, I like it. Keep it. Uh. Double A defensive positioning. So now four players minimum have to be on the infield dirt completely. And they say they may require two infielders to be positioned entirely on each side of the base. So they haven't, I guess, decided if they want to completely abandon the shift. But that dude that stands out in right field, uh, who's like a pseudo second baseman slash rover slash shallow right fielder, that's that's gone. Do we need that? No, I don't that. I, I think there's a lot of reasons for this. Obviously, they, they want the hitters to do better, do better. They want more hits. But I think a bigger problem with baseball is not necessarily just more hits. You need more base runners because it's more exciting uh-huh. base runners. And now the strategy is just to try and launch home runs, which is fine because like home runs. But the base runners make it a little more exciting because it changes the game situation. If they're going to shift on you, you, you just bunt. We get more base, base runners. Or just learn how to hit the ball the other way. I mean, I, I know it sounds – people think that sounds hard. It really is. It used to be taught throughout, you know, middle school and high school. Where it really, is not that difficult to do. Guys just don't want to want to do it because they want to train home runs all the time. So, I get it. If if, if I'm the first union, I'm forced because if you think even further into why you would want this, righties don't deal with this really because you need someone standing on first base. Lefties do. You you can kind of kind of cheat over to that of the infield and make it more difficult on lefties. So, if you want to make some sort of sort of balance between lefties and righties and make it a little fair for their stats and everything. Sure, whatever, whatever. I think it's one of the things you got to deal with it. I mean, there's, there's plenty of ways to beat theft without making teams teams have some rules. I, I think you should be allowed to have nine outfielders if you want. I don't think there should be any rule rules as to where they position. I think that should be totally up to discretion of the coaches, and that's part of the strategy. Just to take that away, that away because players can't, can't figure out how to hit the ball on the third baseline is stupid. So hate nine it. outfielders. Can we go no catcher and then pitch from center field? Is that can we, can we yes. make that work? Absolutely. Okay. Low A, there are going to be two step-offs or pickoffs per plate appearance. 
with a runner on on base. So if, I don't know what happened. They didn't. I don't think they say what happens. Is it just? A, is it a ball? Does it count as a balk if you do a third one? I think it's, I a, it's a balk. And also, so I think getting rid. Of, if I'm correct, if I'm wrong. This might be a ball. I might be getting ahead of myself. You can the pitcher do thing where he throws the first first if he's left handed without stepping off the rubber. Is that am I getting ahead of myself here? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a more complicated rule that I'm. I still don't 100 even understand. I don't think like because I've I've heard that when there's no one on base too, that's a balk. You can't fake to a base where no one's at. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I so I do we need that that's part of it too? I don't. Here's the problem with it: you're basically getting you only get one, one throw over. Yeah. After that, like you better get him out. Out. Otherwise, not gonna. You're wasting your time. But, the steal is an I, exciting play, though. Do we? This is just to enhance base run action on the bases. Do we need more because, stolen bases? Yes. So the reason why no one steals is because statistically not that great of an idea. Because if yeah, you go you, back to what, what I was saying earlier, the stats are showing, and I'm sure everyone who listens to this, try and hit home home runs. It doesn't matter if you're first, second, or second. It's, it's going to be a run when you hit, when you hit home run anyway. So the, advancing that base is worth the risk. If you can increase the, the odds on the base and it, and it creates more base attempts, yeah, I like that. I like that idea. But I don't really know. It, this is a tricky one for me because I, I want the game to be, to be sped up a bit. But I don't think you can really, really put a max on this or make it so that there's some sort of punishment where I you know like you, you can't throw, there's got to be some sort of punishment other than it's a box. I don't know what it would be. Maybe it's a ball. Double balk? Maybe it's just a ball. I don't know. Okay. I, 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 no, because if, because if, if balk advances a base, so maybe yeah. it's just a, just a ball. You don't, the runner doesn't advance to base. You're, you're basically giving up a pitch. If that makes any sense to throw yeah. over. I think I'm cool with that. that. I don't know if I want the runner to be able to advance for free. Uh, this is the last. There, there's some other little ones. But here, the last one I really wanted to do was the automatic ball strike system, ABS. Super clever name. Love that it. began in the Atlantic League in the Arizona Fall League. And we'll be joining the Low A Southeast League. The, those division names, come on. Um, to assist a home plate umpires. Assist, it's taking over their job. But do yes. you, are you a, a computer balls and strikes guy my favorite thing about this is when they implemented it there were still man still managers who run complain balls balls and strikes which is hilarious because what, what, what's that guy so just like, oh sorry i'll turn the computer off like, I, I i don't know what see the idea of seeing a guy like tony larusa running out and yelling at a robot to me is hilarious. so i i kind of want to see it but i pay for that i pay for that i like it i don't see why we don't, we don't do it if we acknowledge you to do it why not tennis does it every, every board does it does it, it excuse me. i don't like it how oh human error is part, is part of the game it's like yeah i was game in like 1920 but uh-huh. i'm pretty sure if in 1920 you'd be like hey there's just no mistakes on balls and strikes it'd be like that i, I think we, we build up this, this nostalgia for errors from umpires as like it's part it's part of the game whatever but it's just there, there was no better way to do it back then there's, was, a, there's was, still a place for umpires we're not like we're not taking umpires off the field i agree i think we need to do it it's time it, it, we're in an era where fans shouldn't know the correct call and umpires don't know the correct call. That doesn't right. make any sense to me. If not, if there's no replay at all and we don't see the replay on TV. Cool. Like I, I'd be happy to just move the game along. Same with NBA. NBA has been terrible at this. God damn. The last five minutes of games are unwatchable. But um, if we're going to know, if you're going to tell me what the correct call was, then the umpires better fucking know what the correct call is too. So just tell them what the correct call is and we can move on with our lives. I'm all for that. Um, I, I, I mean, I want, even I, I think with, with, Sure, the computers could do safe at first, out on throws and stuff like that too, if you really wanted them to. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Like, would, would you want to count just doing everything, everything by hand of using a calculator? Why? why? Literally, why? There's, there's like no reason. Oh, it's, it's 
part of the algebra of, 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 uh, of accounting is that uh, sometimes they screw up a couple zeros and they literally want, why? There's zero reason to do it. In another line of work, would you do this? So it, it makes sense to me why you not use the meter system. Glad we cleared all that up. So back to the Padres. You've been, you've been pretty, we look, we're talking pre-show. You were pretty locked in on the spring training so far. Yeah, yeah. What have you been seeing just in general? What's jumping out to you? Do you have any uh, things that you need to get off your chest from the first few weeks of spring training here? I know it's a weird complaint to have, to have, because they don't matter. And also I hate new spring training rules with pitchers and stuff, how they can just get, just get bailed out of it. It's the dumbest thing in the world, but. Agreed. And also counting the fact that the games aren't real. Padres have not, have not won that many spring training games. And I know, I know this doesn't matter. Spring training games matter. I understand. understand. However, last year, last year we're crushing in spring training. And I think, I think there was some carryover and some momentum, even with the COVID break, break that we can really do, really do this. And that's what kind of sparked the, the, the confidence in them to get off to that, off to that hot start it ended up being, being a season long. I am a little, a little concerned that there's, there's a little bit of a, it's weird. It's almost like a championship hangover team that didn't win anything, anything yet. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. This happened to the Clippers in the NBA last year where they were kind of full of themselves. They, they hadn't won a thing yet and they were all just kind of riding Kawhi's coattails and, um, they, they ended up losing early in the playoffs. I hope that's not what's happening with this team. No, I mean, I, again, we'll, we'll know in April, but it's like they have that. If it feels like the, all the, the chatter of, oh, you know, we're in the Dodgers, we're in whatever. It's like, yeah, out of, out of players. It's exciting, but it still has to happen on the field before you can really, really say that. And it's, I, I am a little caught. Like, it was apprehensive of the word, I don't know what the word it is, but a little bit, a little bit nervous about the mindset of some of the guys going into it. And, and then you worry about now they're all, they're all making a lot of money. So is it, it you know, is, is that now no longer part of the equation or the, the motivation to play, play well, because that's not an issue anymore. Ho- hopefully just beating the, Do- the Dodgers isn't to get them, you know, through the season enough to, to make them want to play at their peak. And I think, I think it will be, but until I see it in a regular season game, I'm going to be a little bit nervous. Just being honest. Padres fans on Twitter, especially are definitely a little big for their britches right now. And I'm saying that as a Pottery fan, I'm part of that community now since we've started this podcast. I love all of you. You're a little big for your britches. Let's, can, we, can we dial back the um, aggressive enthusiasm just a little bit in, in the, the attacking of other fan base? Like, let's just dial from 11. We're at 11 right now. Can we just dial it back to 10 on, on the excitement meter? Just dial it back to 10. 10's still really high. Just... Yeah. It feels like we're the kid at, kid at recess who's just won a bunch of bunch of wall blocks in a row and, everyone, and it makes just constantly like talking crap every every time it ends. And it's this is bound it's bound to happen. Something bad's gonna happen at some point. You're just, you're just asking for it right now. But I will say this: I think the charm of Padres fans is they're just blindly confident right now. Well, we're gonna get to that. We're we're gonna touch be, on that in a minute too. Yeah, they used to be blindly blindly pessimistic, and now it's like oh like, oh this is our to just be <laughs> outrageously confident for no reason. It's almost like it's it's only like satire. It's it 25 like years of built up sadness kind of being released at once here where we finally can be happy about a team. That's all yes. it is. Have there been any guys as you're watching the games, there's some names of younger guys that, you know, pop up that we don't know a lot about yet. Even if you follow prospects and they sound familiar, you haven't really seen them play. And then there's some older guys, like the guys that you love to root for that are 30 years old, that are rookie eligible or 35 Who's your irrational love of spring training so far? If you had to pick one player, I think it's rational. I think CJ Abrams because he's looked defensively and offensively. He's had three stolen bases so far. 
they're, they're getting a lot of bats. I'm going to check the stats right now. I think he's yeah, he does. He has the most first spring trap bats so far of anybody. So they're really, really giving him a, a shot, shot here. If you think about, oh, what's going to happen if he does come up in the next couple of years? Well, I mean, I mean he's got at some point during Tatis's track, so who goes to the outfield? I think it'll end up being CJ in the outfield. I know people have been been asking for Tatis to go in the outfield ever since last year, but well, that might be might be an unique thing. We'll see we'll see what happens. I think he think he's looked like the real deal so far. He's got the speed, he's got the, the bat, and he's got the glove. What it ends up being, so I, I am very very excited to see where he goes. And Will Myers, Myers, man, like home runs so far in the twenty bats. I know it's it's Will Myers. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but. I really, really think, really think he has in situations where he's the guy we saw about last year, and this is one of those ones I could see carrying over into the actual season. I think he's going to have a good year, and I know he had a good year last year, but I think he's going to be he's going to be even better because again, he thrives situations where there's no pressure. He's so good at being that guy. I agree. I, yeah. I've been saying this for like a year. He when he's batting fifth or sixth, like your your team's going to be really good. <laughs> Not just because uh, that means there's other talent around it, but just no pressure. Will Myers, we just let it rip. That guy is. Much better than the the three hitter that hey we need you to be the MVP this year, right? Love Will Myers, Jorge Mateo, Brian O'Grady, Hassan Kim. Kim, Kim is allowed to be sent to the minors. He has a with his approval, mind you. You have to fuck one, marry one, kill one. I'm I'm, I'm kidding. It's you, keep one, demote one, dump one. What are you doing with Mateo O'Grady and Kim? Mateo's put. It's going to be really, really hard to to sit down. Um, um, Kim, you have the money there, so that's going to be tough. But he hasn't hit well in spring training. Again, with spring training. Very he, slow start. Yeah, the advantage Kim has is he's more he's infielder, where Mateo outfielder and O'Grady, you know, corner, you know, first baseman, corner, corner type situation too. It's a, depth wise, I think it makes more sense to go with Kim just because he can play more pins, but. They don't really need him to start. And, and if, if you don't really start, it might be your idea to put him in the minors. Again, I, I don't know. You have to tell me. I don't know what that does with this because of this contract. It stays the same. They, the, with his permission, he can go down. I don't think it affects the money at all or the years or right. you know, anything. But so, I think I think they just want him to make the team the most of any of those guys. I think they want him to be on the team. They do. They want it to, they want it to look good. And, but, but you're worried. A lot of people have been worried about Tommy Pham. Yeah. So, so if you're worried about Tommy, Tommy, you're probably better off of one of the other two, two, or likely. I mean, Mateo's just his player, so I would be more inclined to him. All offensively, much better. So, so I think he's got a real, real shot. I do agree with you. It does feel like they want him to make the team, so they're going to get every opportunity to, to do that. Again, I don't know if this is a money thing because he gets his money no matter no matter what, or if it's strictly because they want a middle infielder. But you have Cronenworth, so. Well, they need both of them to, to, to really simplify having a backup middle and middle infield. I, I think they would want him to make the team. So it would shock me if he's the guy that makes it. So you're going to marry Kim, fuck Mateo, and kill O'Grady? Yes, On St. Yes. Patrick's Day, Tommy, you're going to kill O'Grady? Yes, yes. Jesus, that's bad timing. Oh, yeah, and happy St. Patrick's Day to all you people in the future. This is the yesterday St. Patrick's Day, if you guys are listening to this now. Let's take a quick break to talk a brief moment about our newest sponsor, eBay. Whether rare, dead stock, or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators will verify the box, logo, 
stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an, receives an authenticity guarantee that includes a digital stamp of authenticity, and it also protects sellers with a verified return process. So if you're selling shoes, that's great. If you're a sneaker seller, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com sneakers today eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. All right, let's get back to Tommy. Quiz time. Okay. Higher spring batting average. Ghost K Kato. RB kid. You know, Kato, 2013 second rounder from the Cubs. Sneaky Young, still 26. Um, So who has a higher batting average of these guys? Ghost K Kato. Luis Campusano. Egui Rosario or Tucupita Marcano so far this morning. I believe it's Cato. Is it Cato? Final answer? Cato. It is not. No. It's our boy Tucupita Marcano from. Wait, he's not here. Tucupita. He's hitting 455. Oh, yeah. He's named after his. his, Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Tucupita hit 455. This is going into today. Cato, second, 353. Campusano sitting 300 and Egui, who I, I've been impressed with Egui Rosario. He hasn't played much above. I don't think he's played at all above high A. He's sitting 253, which is fine. Um, any of those guys jumping out to you? Do you like Kato just as, as a dude who's a local kid? Um, fun name to say and kind of yeah, a, and, a fun story. Kato's, for, Kato's older, older. So, um, Capita at 21, you really want to call him up yet. Uh, this kind of going back, he's not, not going to start. So, you don't want to waste him in the major major leagues. Better off having him in triple triple A. We could see him at some point this year though, if he can continue to play well. He's played above A, above A, if I'm not mistaken. So it would be a huge jump. The ultimate training site makes things weird because a lot of these guys got upper minors experience last year when it kind of didn't really count as upper Correct. minors experience. So like Robert Hassel got like a full season's worth of double A at bats almost, just because um, in a normal year that's the quality of pitching he was kind of facing at the alternate site last season. And this year he's going to have to go back to imagine they start him at low a it's going to be, it's, it's really weird development wise for a lot of these guys to be jumping back and forth. And some guys took off like CJ Abrams. And then I've been noticing Bobby Witt jr. With the Royals, the two stud 2019 draft class shortstops that are 20 years old that all of a sudden look ready to play in the majors, even though technically I think Abrams has only a handful of games at low a, like he, shouldn't be ready yet and he's and weirdly he's ready yeah you 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 mentioned Kato. i mean he i think he has now a chance to make the team just because again he's an infield fielder he's 26 so uh-huh. he's gonna make the minimum because he has he hasn't been he has some major major list but he's still rookie eligible and cool still story because he went to around high school cool so Love that. i think he's got a shot i i would rather rather have him than some outfielders you mentioned to be honest with you, honest with you. i've got one more game for you this is going to be semi-rapid fire. Well, I'll ease you into it with one of the easier, easier questions. It's called probably not, but should we? So okay. I'll start you off with, for as long as Nola is out, I, I'm in my head now. Is it, It's Austin, Austin Nola. Jesus, I need it. I'm so bad at that name. Because um, his brother Aaron, of course, uh, pitcher with yes. the Philadelphia Phillies. So Austin Nola, as long as he's out, should Campusano be on the major league roster and play three to four times a week. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do it. Okay. 
Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I he's, he's, really he's, been, he's been up already, so it's not like a crazy. It wouldn't be that crazy. No, it's not. I don't think it's that. Crazy. I I would I would pull up and I don't know. No, I'm not well versed enough in the Austin Hedges and Hedges defense. I don't know how defensively. I'm not I'm not going to be calling that. So if, so if, yeah. if they're going to him being being able to handle certain pitchers that are now with Cy Young win winners, maybe that's that's a concern. That, but I I I think you have to just go for it. Why not? Why not? They did it with Tatis, and it worked out well when it was two years ago. And it's like, well, he's ready, but is is this, is this really good? I'd say throw him in the in the fire. You also have the 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 fallback of telling him, look, you're not the starter with Noah back. Yeah. So there's no pressure. Pressure. You know, just do what you can, and then we're going to send you back to AAA. When you know yeah. if he plays well, he's he's definitely going to be there. So you have the ability to kind of lie, kind of lie, be like, there's no pressure here. You're gonna you're gonna hit bottom of the lineup. Don't have to hit well. Just play defense. You're gonna go down triple A regardless. So just have fun. Up but then, then if you play well, you don't send him down. So I actually, I don't, I don't. I would start. I'm 100 on board with all that. Should Mackenzie Gore change his number? So I was, I was watching him pitch the other day, and first of all, single digit numbers. I don't, I, I don't know where you're at in single digit numbers for pitchers. I love them, but number one. It's the worst single-digit number. It's just a vertical line on the back of his shirt. It look, I think it looks terrible. Should he change his number? A little arrogant. <laughs> I don't. I, I think it's. I don't think they should should have given him whatever number he wanted yet. Make him seventy-seven. Yeah, I mean, he's. I don't know why they still him on the roster as being number seventeen, but uh, I don't know. That's number to change it, but uh, I. Yeah. That's, okay, I'd say well, he's, made, he's made these releases. Can't do that. I, so that that kind of, kind of oh, you can't do that. If somebody's ready to make eggs, right? That's just a, this is an app move. You can't do what? You can't, you can't be like number eighty-nine if they're ready to make eggs. Barry Zito was seventy-five. I think he'd be whatever you want. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he, he was chose 99. that. I think once you make it to the big league, kind of earn the the right to do that. I I don't like like number one here. I don't like single single digits on pitchers. I think it was stupid, but, but that's that's just me. Are you calling Clayton Richards stupid? For number yeah. three, how dare you? Stupid. I, I don't. Maybe it's just me thing because when I when I was when you're a little kid, little kid, literally you can pick like one through twelve, <laughs> and then when you start to advance in your base baseball career, the opportunity to pick, to pick literally whatever you want. I think you got it. Like especially McKenzie going at twenty two, that's still pro- probably fresh. So I, so I'll go something a little bit higher. I'm not I'm not gonna not gonna be the number aficionado here, but it is weird seeing number one on a pitcher. Wait, did Snow wear what is Snow? Did Snow wear last year? Four. He's a four guy. Or okay. Awesome. Whatever reason I had, I had that single digits, little not into it. I, I position player maybe position player fine. Pitchers look look stupid. This one's a little weirder. Should the Padres not even have a home white uniform? Why does everyone in baseball have to have white? Is that even in the rules? I don't know. Yeah, but it is. our color. Oh <laughs> God damn it! Okay, I think our our color system has nothing to do with white. Can we have a? Can we just have brown? Like that's our uniform, and then the the grayish browns for the road. Cool, I like those. But just wear brown all the time. If you're talking about a top, I think there's no rule against it. Your pants pants have to be white. Okay, okay, okay. So white pants. I'll I'll settle for white pants. But can we just wear a brown top all the time? Just have a separate set of just brown home uniforms, and then a separate set of a brown. Really, that look different, but yeah, I think they're brown. They're brown. Brown spring trainees are better than their their brown real jerseys, in my opinion. I'm not sure, but I like this the sand one, so I don't want to get rid of those. No, sand is stand. Okay, so you have two different alternate. Well, then you got the camo one, 
I think you got to have gotta some have. sort of white jersey. I'm not, I'm not I, 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 they could do better with what they've got. But I also was a guy who wanted to go back to the Navy orange. So I, I can't be trusted with these anymore. anymore. <laughs> I do like those as a throwback. The the home white pinstripe with the blue and orange. Whenever I play with them, yeah, whenever I play with them in uh, uh, in MLB, I always wear those. So they those are really nice looking uniforms. That might just be just be nostalgic the whole Tony Gwynn, Gwynn era and everything. Maybe my brain just is stuck on that. Maybe maybe younger kids look at that and think and think it's Scott. I it's it, that's like just in, in my brain is like Padres. So you're right. We might be disconnected from what the kids are thinking these days. Yeah. Well, um, well, We'll do these a little quicker. When the DH comes, let's say the DH comes back next year, should Cronenworth just be the everyday first baseman and Hosmer, you know, split time slash be the DH or, uh, at first base? Because scouts have a 70 grade glove on Cronenworth at first base, which is we all we've watched Hosmer play enough. Hosmer's not a 70 grade glove at first base. So what are we doing? Which is weird because Cronenworth doesn't look like a first baseman. So you wouldn't no. even make, make that. <laughs> but it is funny, funny that we're having this conversation about a guy, a guy they were bragging about having a gold, a gold glove with him. Four times. He had, he had like three catastrophic, I think like right in the beginning of, beginning of his tenure with Drays. And everyone's like, are we, are, are we sure about this? I don't hate the idea. I don't hate okay. the idea. I just, just don't, I view him as being the starting second baseman right now. So I, so I wouldn't want to waste yeah, that. But if Kim comes up and plays, when he can take over that position, or if Jorge Mateo can take over, can take over that position. But I don't want to waste a middle infielder glove on standing up first. Okay. So no. He does make some pretty electric plays over there. Yeah. Last one: Should the Padres have brown seats at Petco, or brown and gold? So I saw this on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. Some dude did a mock up. Yeah, I unfortunately too, too. Too. I did not write down who that was, but his mock-ups looked really good. I'm sure Padres Twitter was all over it as well. Um, what did you think of those? I thought they were hot. So no one was allowed in the stadium last year, but if you were able to walk around it like I, like I was when they first did it, they changed, changed a lot of the jobs inside of the stadium from boot to brown, yeah. like the brown and gold. So you kind of get that feel already. I do think it's a little, little overwhelming when it's all the seats. Okay. I I would be more, be more inclined to gold over brown just because I don't I don't know if you want to stay in full of brown browns. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen that before. But but I don't. It would look kind of gloomy. I think it's part of the good for it. The the it makes the gold pop so much more though. Do you want to do a split? Maybe the the center ring, um, the terrace is gold, and then the other two are brown. I can be there. I don't I don't I just wouldn't want the whole thing brown. Okay. Well, I'm trying um, to think also, what would even be a third. It really isn't a third, a third call. No. Unless beige. Beige would look sick. Huh. I'd make beige seats. Beige seat. A sand, sand seats, huh? Yeah. I think that would look awesome, but I literally don't think, think that color is possible. Do like sand, gold, brown all the way up? Sand, yeah. lower, lower tier? I hadn't thought about that. If they let you. I, I, don't think that, I don't think those seats exist. You have to get into some... That's probably, you know, up, up, up from the... Uh, on the, on the seats, which even brown, I'm sure have to, the, 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 what a plastic company makes those seats, those seats probably don't have that. Sure they do. Plastic. Brown seats? Come on. Of course they do. Brown? Find, find yeah, me a stadium just... that has brown seats. Even the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Find, find stadium that has brown, brown seats. I don't think you I'll get on that later. Bowling no, Green no. University, University, maybe. I'm going like brown teams. Because aren't that I'll, I'll find it. I'm Is sure there an NBA team that's brown? Cleveland Browns are probably orange, now that I think about that. I would assume that yes, I'm assuming their seats are orange. Orange. I'm trying. Brown. There's no brown. Brown NBA. There's a brown hockey team. Yeah, there's not. Brown that's why I love brown. That's that's why it's unique to San Diego, and that's why it's our color. So 
I'll pay the extra to have them custom made. Okay, you can take that up with the uh, uh, donor. <laughs> Sidler has money. money wait, let's, actually, wait. Let's uh, let's go ahead and give, and give back. Uh, let's give back, give back one of. The, let's give uh, Blake Snellivax so we can get them seats. That'll better long longevity. Uh, maybe the like just the Lexus. What's that? The sweet. You really spend a lot of money on those money on those tickets to get the seats. <laughs> so get brown. Oh, actually, you know what? The Jer Jerome's Ben House or whatever. There's like Jerome's oh. are brown. There you go. There's your brown seats. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you also see the Padres were in this MLB tournament style bracket with the best fans um, going up against each other, and you had to vote on who had the best fans? Padres drew the Cubs in the first round. Cubs were in one seed. Pa Padres were an eight seed. And the Padres won. Were you, I, think, I think they, so I think two of the reasons why Padres fans care more about that kind of stuff. Kind of stuff. I think they're like the, the fan Padres have on Twitter just more active and more more in. For sure. For sure. But it had like fifteen thousand votes or something. Pretty good. Brown know. seats and, are uh, orange. Brown seats. Brown seats are orange. Appears to be black. Black, but it could be brown. I also slightly color blind. For those who want to check it. I'll Google that later too when I'm not uh, trying to I, run a show. And talk I don't about. trust my eyes. So. so. Okay. We need a second um, set, of, set of them, but it yeah, appears orange. I'm gonna check, check both, but keep continue. Yeah. <laughs> Padres are okay. So they beat the Cubs. They've got the White Sox next, and then most likely Cardinals, Braves, Dodgers would be in the finals in that order. Uh, a Padres Dodgers finals could get out of hand. <laughs> Mythical tournament that, that, that could would break. Be wild. I don't like the phrase "could break the internet," but I think that could break the internet. Yeah. It'd be the smartest thing that MLB could do some media wise. Bowling Green is silver and orange. Orange. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing a good job. If they can make silver seats, they can make brown. No, but it's, it's like because they're like too cheap to have. have like it's a like nice enough stadium to have, even have actual seats, but they're just like bleachers. Bleachers. You know what I'm saying? No. And it's in the good oh, seats. Oh, okay. Get. Okay. Yeah, I was I was spaced out for a second. Yeah. Um, I can't find one. I cannot find a single single stadium as brown. So. I'll, maybe we'll, maybe. Uh, we could tweet that out after the show and then someone could send us. That's the best way to do this is uh, somebody somewhere will know that where the brown seats exist. Let the, pe let the people do the work for you, Tommy. Yeah, I think a school that has one. I don't know if that count, counts. Count on that. Francis Parker. Oh, it's uh, uh, Maslon, Ohio. But no, I think it looks like it's black. black so never mind. Can't, can't find it. Well, I know what you're doing the rest of the day and that's Googling uh, who has brown seats somewhere. Yeah, I was going to pull a bunch of, bunch of weeds out of my ear. I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. anymore. This is more important. <laughs> this is way more important. Um, last thing, we'll get you out of here on this. Don't want to take up too much of your time. But uh, Padres over under. I know you like to to gamble for fun only. Obviously, yeah. Um, Ninety four and a half wins this year. Do you like that action, or are you staying away? If you ask ask me before spring training, I, think I said I'm a little bit concerned now, but I'll, I'll ride with it. I'll ride with the over. I think they probably get around nine. Um, I, I just. It's also really hard to extract last year over a full season. I know it's stupid, but it wasn't a full season. I know it was, yeah. off, but it was it was it was a bad sprint to get to sixty games. So we we have to see him do it for an extended extended period of time. Depth is going to play play a bigger role this year, obviously, than last year because you're going to have to give guys more days off. But but I would I, I want to say ninety. I'm going to stick with ninety six just because pitching staff is so, so good. It it they shouldn't hadn't have an issue like the last year where the back end of the rotation was just like a complete joke. So I'm going to say ninety six. Okay, it's an aggressive call. You you like that over, and the the biggest question for me is 
how motivated will they be the last week of the season to win some games? That's what it's going to come down to. Depends. Well, if well, if the Dodgers, they'll be really motivated. Uh, do we? Know, yeah. What's the, do you have the schedule in front of you? No, I'm saying like I'm saying like it'd be a close race to, to get that because you don't you don't want the wild card. Wild cards. We don't assume it's going to be close though. We kind of assume it'll be it'll last, with seven games to play. Don't we assume that it's over? It could no, it could be like be like two games to keep the pedal in the metal. You know, you know what I mean. Unless it, unless you, I, I think you, I think you got to stay. Unless you're if you're within, you're within five, you got to try. I'll look at the Braves' schedule right now. I, I, I don't think it's. Yeah, if you're in the play in the playoffs, and all right, the odds of us, of us getting it, the division, the division round. I mean, not high. The last three games, games are against the Dodgers. So, oh, they are. Holy shit. Oh, pardon my French. The last three games in September against the Dodgers. Then there's a game stint again against the Giants in October. But so the the uh, the, the sixth to last, last the last last games. That is still a really big series. Okay, and then they had to ruin it by putting the Dodgers or the Giants last. That's too bad. But uh, where oh, is good, that? Good. Is it? Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, it's bad, it? but it could be good. unless it's bad. But it could also. <laughs> is that be Dodgers good. series in LA or San Diego? It is away. Away. Okay. Eh, I guess so, so, I probably wasn't going to be able to go anyway. But they, they end with six, six games on the, which is perfect. Exactly with the fan. All right. Well, we'll let you go pull some weeds and Google more uh, stadium colors. I'm not going to find. I don't think it exists. <laughs> I, I know you'll get to the bottom of it tonight. I'll get a, a text at 11 o'clock this evening about a. Uh, hey, I found one. A high school um, in Alaska. They have it. <laughs> Seen with my eyes. And look at the size of this weed I pull out of my driveway. Oh, oh um, you should size these things. I got a, I got a complaint from my neighbor that I haven't been doing it frequently <laughs> enough. Such an odd, odd complaint. Because I didn't think it was that, I really don't think it's that bad. But I've sprayed him. him. Roundup is very bad, bad for you. So I actually, before I received this letter, I sprayed them with Roundup. Roundup. I got a, got a sick picture of me Roundup, too, if you want me to send you that. I look awesome, dude. I wanted, wanted to, like, intimidate so I did a selfie. Me shooting the Roundup on him. Uh, I did yeah, so I had to, to just do it my last two days as I've tried to find an hour of my time to, to do it. So this is gonna be my be my go at it. The first today was it was there's three trash bags full. It was a lot. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for coming on. I appreciate the time, and we will get you back on later when there's real baseball to talk about. I promise. Okay. All right, that was Tommy Morris. Great conversation with him. Was worried about the audio. And if the audio happened to be bad, I apologize. Uh, it's a pandemic. I mean, you guys listen to podcasts all the time. The audio is not perfect. So thank you for your patience and thank you for your service. And thank you for listening. So please follow the show's Twitter account at Fryer Farmhands. And if you enjoy the show, subscribe. We're on all your favorite platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Please leave your comments, questions, rip the show, your concerns, rate it on all the platforms you've been listening to the believe in Padres prospects podcast on the believe podcast network san diego's number one sports podcast network i'm ryan hart hopefully we get way back next week we'll talk to you all then just move on up toward your destination though you may find from time to time thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.